Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 230. Time to go to the dentist. Oh no. I get it. <laughs> oh, we watched Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene. My name is Eric. I am Jason Marlene, Marcy <laughs> Young. Is that the right sequence of words? Well, Jason. I... No, I mean, oh, no, the, no, the movie title. Movie title is Martha Marcy May Marlene. I have no idea. I, yeah. I believe you. I trust yeah. you. Yeah. I have, uh, I was unsure last week, but I was correct. And, uh, I've been practicing. You know what? Now that you've said it, I'm second guessing <laughs> myself. I honestly don't know. Uh, I know for sure. All those four names are in there. All those four names are in there. And that Marcy May is in the correct order. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Somewhere there's a Martha and a Marlene. Right, yeah. Okay. And I think it's first and last. Alright. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, an odd odd choice for a title. Yeah, it is. I mean, if two guys who've been talking about it for a week and just finished watching it have trouble remembering the name, maybe that's not such a great you know, marketing choice. It's possible that uh, there was probably a better title in this movie somewhere. Like maybe even even just three names maybe would have been better. Martha Marcy May. Yeah. Or yeah. Mar- or Marcy because, May Marlene. Because well, because the name Marlene doesn't really come into play. Right. Yeah. Uh, but Martha and Marcy May does. Oh, spoiler, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or they should have just called it that one chick that escaped from the cult. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense as well. Or if we want to exploitation this up, cult escape. <laughs> now that is cool. Can you imagine? Just like movie posters are oh, flashing yeah. through my brain right yep. now. Uh, cult escape <laughs> with like the little blurbs, like she almost, you know, she was swallowed whole by a. A cult of nightmares and an ellipsis. Right. But she tried to escape. Yeah. And you know what? I could actually see this movie as it stands, like unedited, the, the way it is presented, being marketed as an exploitation movie completely. Oh, yeah? Because, I mean, I've seen, like, a lot of those movies that, like, you know, the name is... Like, uh, you know, like super evocative of like, like something horrific. Right, very extreme. Know, right, and like, like the movie poster art or like, you know, the, the marquee art or whatever is all like very, you know, graphic and intense and then, you know, just, just, uh, extreme and then, and, you know, in your face. But then, you know, like, you watch the movie and it's like, you know, a slow character <laughs> drama. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which is what this was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. Especially if this was made in, I don't know, like decades ago, you know? Right. I think I even watched a movie 
called like Cult of the Damned or something like that. <laughs> that was a lot. I mean, I mean, the plot to this was well, I don't know. There's some similarities, but uh, for the most part, it's yeah. kind of slow paced. It's a very slow paced, and it's about an alienated girl who falls in with a cult, and uh, you know they kind of you know basically just fuck with her life, but you know. Uh, but yeah, it's like Cult of the Damned, and like you know, it's, the poster was all like satanic looking, and you know, right. monsters and everything. But it's just about a bunch of hippies. <laughs> hippies can be monsters. Well, that is true. I mean, they're you not never, all. They're if not you've all. ever been to Yellow Springs, no, I passed through today, and they they were very nice. <laughs> they were monsters. <laughs> None of them uh, like pawed against our car as we stopped at the red, <laughs> red lights or anything. It was really nice. <laughs> we, I mean, we did throw some uh, soy jerky out the window. Uh, just to distract him. Yeah, to just get him away from the vehicle. <laughs> oh. Hey. Hey. So where'd you hear about this movie? Uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts about movies. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the internet and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, I hear about quite a few movies. Yeah. Okay. And this was one of them. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I had never heard of it. You're not on the internet. I get, I check my email once a week. <laughs> <laughs> so for every new movie that I hear about, should I just send you an email? No. Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> First of all, yeah, I wouldn't see them like, but every two or three days, and then well, all right, they'll pile up. Oh, like, oh my gosh! You know, and like you know, on Thursday or whatever day it is that you check your mail, like at around ten p- ten a.m., <laughs> you know, you'll get like uh, seventeen emails from me throughout the week. Well, now that I'm no longer working uh, New Comic Night, and you can no longer send me emails to tell you what to pull, maybe you can just send me once a week an email of movies trailers to watch. All right. Be cool. This show is over now. <laughs> what is it? You've just made me sad. Oh. Oh. Yeah, apparently I'm not working this Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. This is the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Jeremy will take care of you. He loves you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Joe will take care of you. Joe might be there. Uh, Joe's a crapshoot, whether he goes there or not. <laughs> That's true. I'll just I'll continue to send you the email and just hope that it's still there Wednesday. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll occasionally I might stop in on Tuesday night just to like take Supervise. a peek. Yeah, yeah. yeah, steal my books right. early. Right. Oh my God! I hope Steve Gebby's not listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. It's true. I do take them home early and read them on Tuesday nights. Yeah, I've confessed. So does Joe. Yep. Well, he has reasons. Hmm. Mine's entertainment. He's uh, he's looking out for the world because he does those reviews. Yeah, yeah. We do reviews. Mm-hmm. We're doing one right now. Well, can't you tell? So I'm supposed to be. Then <laughs> <laughs> I made you sad and wrecked the whole thing. <laughs> you said wrecked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, erect. Erect. You made me sad and erect. <laughs> well, that happens. Well, that does happen. I'm like on a. Three times a day basis. Yeah, I mean, there's I get a, sad and then I get erect. There's an overlap of emotions. Yeah, we're, we're complex creatures. Sometimes I get erect because I'm sad, mm. and sometimes uh, <laughs> I'm sad because I'm erect. Right? Wow. <laughs> Those are different kind of. Uh, they're yeah, they're different, different uh, yeah. bases of emotion. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they same end result. Yeah. <laughs>
a mess up and down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all we can hope for. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, this movie. It's a movie about this girl. Yeah, that is a movie about a girl. Uh, her name is Martha. And, uh, yeah, she, her name, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the overly <laughs> complex title is because she basically, the movie is about the two different lives that she's led in this, like, little brief, uh, like, year span or two uh, years? Two years or so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so the, I almost, the movie opens with sort of a glimpse into the life of this, community that lives in a, a farm and uh and then the very next morning uh this girl uh runs away from it mm-hmm. uh and then uh so so the entire movie is basically her dealing with uh trying to cope with the real world again uh after having lived in this cult for two years and then also flashing back to time with the cult yeah there's many flashbacks yeah. probably a dozen maybe. i'd say half of the movie yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah yeah it starts at that point where she escapes and then it goes forward there with the yeah with the constant flashbacks and yeah. uh I, i'm gonna say i think that makes for a really good narrative yeah i mean it's really really a good a good way to do that story it uh keeps you on your toes because mm-hmm. because yeah. i certainly was never like there were times where I was predicting what was happening in my head, right, and was often wrong, which which is usually a good sign. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't like. I mean, there's some satisfaction in in knowing that you're right about how a, a story is unfolding, but there's I think an even bigger satisfaction in uh, being completely wrong yeah. about how that story Be, is unfolding. Yeah, being surprised and exactly impressed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna take a gander and then say that, uh, y- you liked it? I, I really liked it. Yeah. 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 And it's funny, because like I told you right before we started the film, I have this thing where I can't remember stuff a lot. Right. And I, I It's had, called being a pot smoker. <laughs> and I had no idea what we were about to watch. Because, you know, you mentioned it in the last episode, and that's the last time I heard anything about it. Right. And, and uh... <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea. Like even today, I told Kathleen, I was like, I was like, man, I hope we watch something fun because we watched The Master last time, and I was like, I hope it's like a comedy or something because I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and then uh, this started, and I was like, oh, this is not gonna be a fun comedy. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> oh, I don't think many people. I mean, there might be like one or two scenes where you're like, oh, okay, they relieve tension with a, a laugh, but. Anybody that would watch this movie and think it was a comedy maybe needs some psychiatric help. <laughs> Ow. That scene where, you know, she attacks a bartender for no reason, or, you know, where she uh, gets raped, or then later on uh, uh, makes another person get raped, you know. Or the part where she is almost shooting kitty cats. Right, yeah. These are all hilarious moments yeah, in I was the like, life of this girl. Did Seth Rogen <laughs> originally read for that part? Because he'd be perfect. He's a funny guy. <laughs> oh. 
So, yeah. This movie's a little dark. It's dark. A little depressing. Uh, you know, I didn't find it depressing. Uh, I did. Really? Um, What elements? Most of it. Oh, yeah. That part was depressing. <laughs> I'll give you that. That part was. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's dark, and it and it's, you know, I mean, you sort of feel bad for this character. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did a, a good job with, you know, creating a character you empathize with. Right. Um, maybe it's just in my own head, and then, because it didn't pan out the way I thought it was going to pan out. Uh, but... So basically, the the story is about this girl uh, after she's left this cult and she's uh, taken in by her sister and brother-in-law, uh, who, who are fairly well off, and uh, uh, like they haven't uh, seen or spoken to her in in over two years, mm-hmm. uh, and all of a sudden she's just you know reemerged you know into their lives and and refuses to really talk about anything that's happened and maybe it was just the vibe that i was getting from the movie uh because because again it didn't pan out the way i thought it was but i honestly thought that you know things were going to go poorly uh (laughs) if not worse at you know her sister's house yeah yeah with with, i thought like i thought the, the husband was was uh Gonna be uh, just as much as of a creep as yeah. uh, the the guy at the farm. I, I thought it was gonna be a Woody Allen movie, <laughs> like in the first ten minutes. Like, uh, yeah, the first, uh, well, not the first ten minutes, but there's a there's a scene early on where uh, um, Marcy's what are we call what are we calling her Martha or Marcy? Uh, her real name is Martha. Okay, we'll call her Martha. Marcy is her cult name, right? She she moves to the cult, and the the leader, uh, Patrick. Patrick. Uh, just immediately, like, starts calling her Marcy May. Who is that guy? The guy that played Patrick. Uh, his name is John Hawks. He looks like if DJ Qualls and Vincent Gallo had a man-child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, all right, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that was confusing me. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, oh, it's Vincent Gallo when I first saw him. I was like, no, it's DJ Qualls. No, it's not DJ Qual. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, one of those is a good actor, and at least this guy got those genes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. DJ Qual. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I'd say Vincent Gallo is an all right actor. He should just never be allowed to direct anything again. <laughs> uh, yeah, John Hawks. He, uh, I've seen him in a few things, but the only thing that I can pull right now that I've ever seen him in is actually... Uh, Eastbound and Down. Oh, really? The, uh, the, the, the TV show? The, yeah, the comedy. Was that supposed to be a comedy? Well, it's supposed <laughs> to be a comedy, yeah. Instead, it's just bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But people love it. It's weird. Yep. Well, I've only seen, like, two episodes, but they were bad enough that I didn't want to let it get better. Right. Like, I'm like, no. I watched uh, the first season of it, because uh, cause your girlfriend lent it to me, mm. and... Uh, uh, yeah, I was not a fan. Yeah, we, we, me and her watched the first couple episodes at her house, and she seemed to like it a lot more than I did. Yep. Which is fine. I'm yeah. sure I like some shows she hates. And right. Nobody knows who's right. I'm right. In this case, you are. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, but yeah, he plays the the brother on on that show. That was him. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't remember that. Yeah. So you know, power of a good actor. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. You know, made made an impression in this movie. And right. Is mostly forgettable on that show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Martha. Martha. What was I saying? You're telling saying how she's. Uh, uh oh yeah so so yeah she gets renamed to Mercy Man. Uh, we were talking about potential creepy husband guy. Yeah 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 that's right. Yeah yeah, yeah because uh like early on in the movie, uh Martha's sister has to has to leave the house for you know like driving to town because they're like in this country house right. like by the lake, and and uh and then Martha and Martha is like scrubbing the floor and her. Her boobs are flying around, and, right? Um, Which is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And right. then, and uh, and then the, the husband comes in drinking a beer, and then he invites her out on the lake with him. And you're like, oh, they're gonna have sex, right? Or he's gonna attempt to rape her, right? Cause, right. Because you know, people who have had that experience in the past, you know, it's like predators like seem to know how yeah. to flock to that. They're, yeah, it's like it's like. It's like it's somehow embedded, right. and people pick up on the scent, or what? I'm not the scent, I'm like well, not I, literally. I, right, yeah, I don't want yeah. to be creepy here. I just mean, I just mean like there's there's a there's a there's like yeah this unfortunate vibe that right. a, like residual thing that is left behind. You know, victims, you know, seem to be able to or not be able to, but but they seem to, yeah, they seem to have that vibe that I'm a victim, you know. Uh, Which is horrible. Right, yeah, oh, yeah. And then, you know, people take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he definitely was, the character was giving off the vibe that oh, yeah. he was going to take advantage of that. Yeah, I, was, I thought that that scene was being telegraphed a mile away. Right. But then the scene never came, right. which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so good good for that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it surprised us. Right. And And maybe, like, it says something about us, maybe, that we were like, Maybe we were rooting for that to happen subconsciously, but I don't know that I was rooting. For I, it to I don't know that I was yeah. either, but I mean, you know, shit happens underneath <laughs> the skin, you know. Right, but but I think I was I wasn't rooting, but I was expecting. Yeah. More terrible things to happen to her now that she's free of this cult, right? Than was happening at the cult, right? Yeah, you know. which built attention because they kept, you know. In our minds, at least, I'm, I'm gonna imagine it, right. it felt like it was being strung along, like, oh, we're gonna wait until that horrible thing happens. Right. And you're like, oh, you're anticipating it. And like, not a lot of, you know, like, not a lot of the things that you think are gonna happen, happen. Right. Which is, which what? is, which is nice, but it's a little, it was like off-putting with the tension. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when you were in the cult, was it similar? <laughs> we did sell blankets out in the town. Did you? Yeah. I didn't know you, if you ever actually sold any. I thought you yeah. just made them. No, yeah, we we well, we had to make money. Okay. Until well, we could get the farm up here. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I can't remember anything after that milkshake you gave me. All I remember was waking up <laughs> with your dick inside of me. <laughs> Well, that's just oh. Tuesday. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, that was the thing that happened. Yeah. Which was horrifying. Yep. Um, so, uh, don't get into a cult, folks. Yeah, apparently they, uh, it's not all about playing acoustic guitar and growing cabbages. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, uh, horrible shit that happens, too. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, what, what, what should we talk about about this movie? I mean, are we, are we, uh, gonna spoil a lot of the plot? Because, I mean, it is, it is pretty much this, you know, this build of, Memories, right. um, which, if the memories are, the flashbacks are spoiled, it kind of, the film kind of loses something. Yeah. Um, but I would like to talk about all these awesome characters. There's a lot of great characters. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, start off with the main character, Martha. Um, she is very believable. Right. Um, I mean, I, I've known a lot of odd people in my life, including some who lived on communes, but they weren't like cult communes. They were just, they were, they were just like hippie mm, kind of thing. They were cults. <laughs> it's possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, it kind of reminds me of the, like, that sort of free spirit, but not quite sure of what to do with life kind of, right. kind of people. Um, which, I, um, which I envy sometimes. And then I, uh, Abhor at others. I mostly abhor it, but while watching this movie, I was like, well, maybe I should move to a cult. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Just find some sort of commune somewhere and live there. That way I no longer have to worry about life. Well, you should start a cult if you're going to do anything <laughs> cult-related. It seems like there needs to be a lot of startup capital involved. Like, I'd have to buy a yeah. farm and, like, a big enough house to eventually... Hmm. Have cult members live at? Well, they they didn't they build the farm. I mean, you saw them like building the roofs and things I think like they that. They were just doing repairs. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, because okay. yeah. I mean that was an old house. Maybe you could just find an old abandoned house somewhere. That would be nice. Or just murder the current owners. Well, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Assume their identity. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in the hills, you know, nobody's gonna know. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this cult of it's it's all young people. Uh, maybe what a dozen of them you think something like that. Maybe that not. Hard even, to tell. Maybe could, not. Maybe not even that much. Um, because the very opening scene of the movie, uh, we see everybody sort of doing their chores or sorts, mm -hmm. uh, and um, uh, then we see. Uh, Patrick and, and the rest of the men. Oh, the dinner time. The, yeah. The, the, at dinner, and there's like, I would say, eight guys right. eating dinner. And then in the next room is like 20 women waiting. Right. Because they're not allowed to eat until after the men eat. Right. Uh, so it, it looked like there was quite a few people living in that place. I forgot about that scene. Yeah. But... Then once Martha leaves, and then we start having the flashbacks, especially to when she first gets there, it seems like maybe there's a, only a about lot, six total. A lot less. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Maybe they work in shifts. Maybe some of them, some of them sleep, and they all kind of like yeah, sleep in like one big room and have well, like the women do. Yeah. Uh, I get the feeling that the men had their own rooms because mm -hmm. uh, the cult is very much about. Uh, uh, suppressing women and then having power over them. Right. I mean, it seemed to me, anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, 
with that whole thing with the uh you know the women eating eating second and right um and then you know being raped by the yeah cult right. leader yeah um yeah yeah and then afterwards the, you know the rest of the guys get to pick whoever they want to, you know to, to fuck on any you know time that they want uh not good people no no, no. uh <laughs> Uh, and it's weird, I, I guess, I don't know, because it's weird that, that uh, this is the second movie in a row we've watched about a cult. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, but this cult seems far worse than uh, the, the one in The Master. Yeah, yeah, the ones in The Master just seemed like they were kind of maybe getting some money from people, right, that right. sort of thing. But this was like a little, little more like deliverance sprinkled in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but to me, like, you know, like watching like the other female characters in this movie just totally wholeheartedly accepting everything that happens oh, yeah. yeah with with i mean like like even to the point where like martha you know as, as marcy may you know is in on it too yeah. she until uh, she she takes part in you know um one of one of the new girls shows up they right. uh, she is the person that basically indoctrinates her right yeah right. uh, has her you know uh, drink the the liquid that knocks yeah. knocks her out and all that. Um, the rape shake. The rape shake. Yeah, you know, I gotta say about the rape <laughs> shake, I've never liked them unless you do like a steak and shake has the half and half. If you get uh-huh. if you get like half strawberry, half rape shake, right? It ain't too bad, right? Um, uh, but yeah, straight rape shake is just it's just not good. I'm sure it might taste good with the whipped cream on top, right. uh, but I'm not a fan of whipped cream. Right. Uh, and like that's one thing that whenever I go to like you know a uh, steak and shake or uh, uh, it was somewhere else recently where I went to get a, a milkshake and, and I told them no whipped cream right because uh, because that's what I prefer and then yeah they're they always put it on some yeah they, I mean you know it's just second nature to them they make the milkshake they spray the whipped cream right yeah <laughs> so well, so that's really the only way I've ever been able to drink the rape shake is with the whipped cream yeah yeah which is weird because again. Because you're not usually a whipped cream fan. Huh. Exactly. Yeah. Weird. yeah. Huh. Did, now, do you wake up with your cherry still? It's usually at the bottom of the cup. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, it looks sinks. Oh, man, rape jokes. Not good. New low. New low for us. Oh, we have lost all our women listeners. Oh, I don't think we had any listeners, male or female. <laughs> I think... We have two listeners, and they're both talking right now. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian John Mitchell. Maybe maybe Jeremy Anderson. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you were referring to us, and we don't listen. Oh, yeah, that, well, no. <laughs> we're listening as we speak. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> uh, uh, no, yeah, rape's not good. No, no, and, it's not. And not funny. We do not condone it. We do not. No. Uh, 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 although, you know, this is uh, gallows humor. We have to, like, whenever I'm talking about something horrific, I usually try to, right. try, try to poke fun at it. Uh, there was an episode of the Stupid Sexy podcast where, where your, your lady and I, uh, talked about rape. And, and I think I pretty much made a defense for rape jokes. Really? I think it's okay. As long as they are actually funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't, he, uh, I don't. I don't condone rape. Right. I think I condone rape jokes. 
Does it sort of relieve the tension, you think? Uh, uh, yeah, and I think uh, comedians should be able to talk about anything they want to. Well, that's true. That's true. And, and to to say that there's certain things they can't talk about, I think, is just going against what a comedian should be. Maybe it's just the way they deliver it. You know? Well, that's the thing. Right. Yeah. has to be funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. has to be funny. Right. <laughs> it can't just be, like, funny that he's talking about rape. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. So, anyway. <laughs> rape shakes. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. she gives the lady the rape shake. Right, yeah. Uh, but it's not until, like, a, a turning point where, where she starts to sort of question her role there. Right. And, right. Like, just the, the goings-on of the, the commune, uh, which, which I don't want to spoil at all. But, but you know, it, it is the impetus for her to leave at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, that's the beginning of her starting to leave. Yeah, some other right, stuff right. happens that she's like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. 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 I mean, not that nonchalantly. It's more, right, like, right. it's more like, this is fucked up. Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. I mean, it's on the one hand, it's weird because then she goes to the family who, you know, her, her sister and um, her sister's husband who are affluent and... The, you know, and then there's this tension between them, and right. you know, and, and Martha's not really telling them anything, and they just think she's acting weird, and right. all they know is that she disappeared for two years, like you said. Um, and then, like, yeah, they're having dinner together, and they it sort of comes to a head where they've been frustrating each other for you know weeks or whatever, right. and uh, they kind of yell at each other and and uh, um, kind of belittle each other's lifestyle, and it's kind of weird because. I kind of find myself thinking the perfect way to live is somewhere between the two of them, you know, like right. a good, a good halfway meeting mark. Um, because I don't think there is a halfway. Well, I mean, I don't think that you can live to, to try to be successful in something and also to just exist. I don't know. I look at like, uh, I want to use I mean, Chester Brown as an example here. Okay. Like that guy, I mean, all he can afford to do is eat and have sex with horse. But could you imagine if he wasn't having sex with horse, how much uh, more money he would have? Well, no, because he, he only started doing that in the last, like, ten years. Right. And he was never, like, he's always just been, like, a dude with a mattress in a in a apartment. Hmm. I don't know. And he's been a successful, influential cartoonist for 25 years. Well, obviously, a He's apparently not successful, if that's what you're saying. Well, he can only afford to eat and fuck. Well, he's successful in that he does what he needs to do, and he doesn't live above his means. I mean, he, and he does what he wants, like he, for work. He, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like, like I, I sort of am envious of of that sort of free spirit, like not having to go to your job every day, sort of thing. But at the same time, obviously, I don't want to like live in the rape cult. Uh, or, or be homeless. You know, I'd love to have some sort of middle ground where... You do have a middle ground. You work <laughs> at Mavericks. Yeah, well, that's unfortunate, though. Yeah. Well, both those things aren't ideal. I mean, uh... Well, no, but some might think that is. Right, right. I mean, you have a fairly open schedule. You, you don't, you, you pretty much get to do whatever the hell you want. Mm. Uh, you pay a very low rent. That's true. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> My... My mom doesn't rape me either. Yeah, no. Which is cool. <laughs> Doogie does. <laughs> is that why he keeps buying me milkshakes that taste weird? Oh, I always thought when I woke up there was a ring of milk around my mouth. 
Sure, it's illegal milk. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it tastes more like raw milk, and I don't drink that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, that didn't happen either. Uh, so, you know, what I'm saying is that you've already found that midway point. Wow, maybe I have. You know, I mean, I can't, uh, I can't do that. I, I live by myself and I have to, have to work a, a deadening job, uh, you know, five days a week mm -hmm. for <clears throat> 12 hour days, you know. That uh, sucks. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not getting successful events. Uh,. You know, uh, but but at the same time, I don't uh, also. I also do not want to live in a rape cult. Right, right. Yeah, nor do you want to live in some mansion and like. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't worship money, though. Like <laughs> I pretty much do. <laughs> I, I would. Uh, I, I would say goodbye to every single person I've ever known if it meant I could be rich. Right. <laughs> I respect your honesty, but I deplore your morals. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, I don't know how to go about doing that. <laughs> but yes, I, I, would, uh, I would, I would kill you to live in a mansion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> In case I'm dead by the time this airs, uh, and he and he steals the keys to my mansion. <laughs> I I told him the other day I've got uh, three different people's keys to their houses with my key ring. Maybe you're plotting. You're like, surely one of those is a mansion. <laughs> I can tell you right now, nope, not really. <laughs> oh man. Um. So anyway, <laughs> uh, what do you think of the sister in this movie? Uh, she's not much better than the cult leader. I mean, at least she's trying. No, you know, no, not really. You don't think? I think she comes across as overbearing from the jump. Well, she does, but I think she's trying, and she just doesn't know how. Like, I feel like she really does care about her sister. Um. You know, like she gives her a place to stay and like she's, she talks to her and like, and it gives her a lot of second chances kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I mean, like, yeah, I just thought that she was far too overbearing and was honestly beginning to sympathize with, you know, Martha's decision to run away to this cult or <laughs> if that was, who she was dealing with beforehand. Right. Uh, like, like, <clears throat> to me, it seemed like the sister was, was only, is it Lucy? What's her name? Lucy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it seemed like Lucy was, was only doing this out of, uh, obligation. Yeah. Like, like familial obligation. Well, I mean, but she never really knew, you know, Martha's situation though. So she right. might, she might've thought she was just living with her. Like she asked her about the bruise on her ear and, you know, she said, you know, did, do you have a boyfriend that did that to you? You can talk to me. And like, she, she seemed to me con concerned, but she also seemed, um, very, uh, like in her own world because I mean, you know, she's trying to have a baby and she's right. trying to get pregnant. I mean, um, <clears throat> so she did seem a little, uh, self-centered, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like I really believed that the character cared for her sister. I yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> 
uh, yeah, the the more that they interacted, the more I, I thought, okay, well, she was the reason that Martha ran away, you know, in the first place. Oh, okay. Uh, and it could be, I mean, yeah, okay, she she is, she does care, and she is trying to help, but uh, she is not a person who is ever good at that. I agree. And, and and there is a big scene where Martha says, you know, you're going to be a terrible mother. Right. And maybe, like you said, maybe that's because she remembers her own experiences with Lucy. And right. Well, even just the the week's passage of, of you know, the, the events of this movie. Right. You know, she's not good at taking care of anyone. Right. You know. And uh, so, yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, so so I give in a little bit on on, on that. Well, I do but, too. But, I do too. You're right. Yeah. I think you're right. We're finding a middle ground. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, and Ted Mosby. Um, <laughs> it's, that's uh, <laughs> it's not Ted Mosby, but it is a, a a guy named Ted who's an architect in New York. In New York, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, wow. I I. I I never quite got a handle on him, because, I mean, like we talked about, for like the first, you know, third of this movie, we're pretty sure that he's just going to be rapey and creepy. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, it turns out he's not, and so then after that, I was like, well, I don't, I don't get this guy. Right. You know, like, like, I realized that he, like, the entire situation is, like, completely out of his hands. Yeah. Like, like, he's just sort of thrust in this situation because, you know, it's his wife's sister. You know, but but there's never, like, a solid feel for his character. I, mean, I think the big, the big like, uh, you know, scene for him was at the dinner table when right. he freaks out on Martha about, um, you know, like, taking control of her life and planning her future. Right. Um, because the sister was still sort of reluctant to to chat you know to like confront her right to chastise or whatever and uh and yeah i mean like i think that was like the only real point for him even being in the movie was like sort of getting that going right um but yeah 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 he was an odd odd character but right. i mean very very cool because you didn't see everything coming with him you know you right. did, he's not just like oh he's that guy in the movie that right. the guy that does this and that you know, he's he's a complex character, like like a lot of them. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. Like even even the cult leader. I mean, you know, maybe maybe it's because I love like shitty uh, indie rock songs. But I was like, <laughs> when he was playing a song, I was like, oh, this guy's cool. He's all right. He's just a guy <laughs> sitting with an acoustic guitar. Of course, you love it. Yeah, I love that shit. You're joining the cult. I am. I was like, all right, I'll even drink the fucking shake, Patrick. <laughs> Like, oh, what? Men don't, men don't drink the shakes? I'm out. <laughs> but, yeah, even him, like, there was a couple times where, you know, you're like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe he's not such a bad guy. He's just trying to help these people. And then that was before the rape happens, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, yeah, complex characters abound, mm -hmm. which, is, which is great. I mean, this reminded me a lot of, like, when you read good, like, stories like good novels or whatever in school or or you know in your leisure time and and uh just well put together liter literature characters you know sure. i don't know this movie was kind of like literature a little bit yeah it was you know makes you think and like builds interesting characters and 
it's not just totally gratuitous. I mean, there's there's some there's some gratuitous scenes, or not gratuitous scenes, but there's some uh, you know heavy scenes. Yeah, but they're not like like they they really know when to cut too. There's a lot of times where I was like, there's a scene that just looked like it was going to be one of those indie film things that would go on and on, but I think I think they never ever um, linger linger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think there's a lot of good timing choices. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just, just all went away. Oh. Just the entire movie just <laughs> left my head. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the ending of the movie. Right. But the ending sort of left me a little, like... Empty? Yeah, there's... Yeah, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure <clears throat> non-closure ending. Yeah, I was not thrilled about that. I don't mind ambiguous endings. Right. But, but this was like not ambiguous at all because nothing happened. Yeah, this was like they forgot to film the last part of the movie. Right. And uh there was there's a short film included with this uh movie uh called Mary Last Scene. And uh it is like last S E E N not right not yeah. scene of a movie. <clears throat> yeah. Uh and it is sort of a it is sort of like a side story to this movie uh in which uh, it's it's the same farmhouse and the same cults recruiting a new girl into uh the the, the house right uh and uh I don't know how long that was maybe 10 20 minutes something like that right and even that the, the it ended with nothing yeah. And so maybe that's this guy's style. style. Yeah. And if so, then he needs to work on that. <laughs> is it Durkin? Is that uh, his last Sean name? Durkin. Durkin. Yeah. I I really like his style. Durkin, and Durkin, Durkin. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if I got really used to that, even the ending-wise. Right. If, like, you know, if that's his thing and, like, that's just the way he does it. Mm. Um, I don't like it at all. Again, like, I don't mind an ambiguous ending. Yeah. But an ending would have been nice. Well, I think I know, like, I'm not going to spoil the very ending, but there's there's a very last scene right before the credits roll, and and I think I know exactly what they're implying happened. I think also uh, I'm with you on that, but, but... But you don't know the extent to which it happened or right. the results of that happening. I mean, right. it would be nice to, like, yeah, have... Something. I have a little more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't mean like spell it all out for us, but um it just felt like yeah, it felt like it was missing something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh one of the worst things I think uh that you can say at the end of a movie, uh and I will say that this has happened many times while watching a movie for me, uh, but usually only with Japanese films. Uh it's like, was that it? All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing. Yeah, and and you know what? It would have been cool since this movie was done in such a way where there is the you know the back and forth flashback type thing. Right. Like if they are gonna have um, an ending like that with no closure, you know, if they could have somehow worked something in the very beginning of the movie that once you see the ending and recall the beginning, it sort right, of ties yeah. it together, and you're like, oh, I bet that's like, what happened. Like a memento. Yeah, like a memento. Yeah, yeah. But but not backwards. Not backwards. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, this movie is is not backwards. It is linear. It just uh, you know tells two different stories you know at the same time. Uh, the flashbacks are 
Like the the segues are awesome. I think. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. Like like almost seamless. Yeah, and 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 not like not just like seamless. Like oh, you know, like all of a sudden you know we're in a flashback and like you know, it, it's like there's always something that triggers the flashbacks. Right. Yeah. Like if she's doing something that is reminiscent of a memory. Right. Um. And and they're done in not a hit you over the head kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. But but like, like a sometimes very, like you don't even know. If you're watching a flashback or in present day until... She walks into another room or something. Right, right yeah, yeah. Yeah, very subtle and yeah. nicely done. Um, so the acting in this is really good. It's and, great. And the, uh, I really liked, uh, I really like the style of this movie and the cinematography and the direction of it. So I think Sean Durkin is definitely a guy. I think this is his first movie. Uh, at least that's what it said on the, the text thing uh, before no. the short movie. Uh, and so uh, I would look forward to seeing what else he's got, you know, coming up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. everything looks great and has a good pace and feel. Yeah, but but yeah, the acting in this, I think, you know, without that, I don't know that this movie would have been as good. Right. Uh, Definitely. Because, like we talked about, the characters are pretty complex, mm-hmm. and like, you know, nobody plays anything, like, over the top or exaggerated or cartoony. Right. Yeah, yeah there's no weakest link, really. It's, right, it's yeah. all pretty good. Uh, but yeah, the, the uh, main actress is, uh, the, the girl that plays uh, Martha is uh, Elizabeth Olsen, I believe is her name. And she is uh, the the sister to the Olsen twins. Wow. Yeah. Well, is she the older or younger? Uh, I think younger. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's three Olsons. There's three Olsons at least. Wow. Yeah. Could be more. Could be more. Who I guess. knows? Yeah. yeah. We don't know how many actors that family has spawned. It could be like the Culkins where there's like a seemingly a <laughs> new one every couple of years. Are there more than, I don't know, all I need is Macaulay. Uh, there's Macaulay and there's Kieran. Um, there's a third one. Oh yeah. Possibly a fourth. (laughs) Do you know the actress that played Lucy? She looked really familiar. Uh, her name is Sarah Paulson. Uh, (laughs) yes. Her name is Sarah Paulson. Uh, she's, I've only mostly seen her on television shows. Uh, but she was... Uh, most recently she was the sort of lead character on this season of American Horror Story, which is one of the worst television shows (laughs) ever made, (laughs) and I can't stop watching it when it's on. (laughs) Yeah, she looks familiar. I've never seen American Horror Story. but You shouldn't. Mm. Ever. I can't recommend it. I've been told this before. By you, probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, your girlfriend loves it, but mm. also hates it. <laughs> it's one of those things. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, wow, man, I definitely don't want to try it. No, it's yeah. like a drug that you can't quit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, the guy that plays her husband is, uh, Hugh Dancy, who, uh, he is currently on the show Hannibal, playing, uh, the character of Will Graham. Hmm. And, uh, that is the best show currently on broadcast television. That's odd that they're on the best and worst shows on TV. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in this movie, one of them is better than the other. Not who you'd think. <laughs> and I think that only just comes down to, uh, again, not really getting a sure footing for where uh, the husband is, is at. Right. Like in the entire movie. 
uh, that that maybe he comes off as a little weak, but but yeah, it's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and honestly, like uh, I watched the first episode of Hannibal, and I was like, I really like this show, except for that guy. <laughs> and now, like I'm six episodes in, and I think that that guy is great. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, it yeah. takes a little time to grow on you. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, that was about the only people I could remember from this movie, mm-hmm. other than the guy that plays Patrick, uh, who was also great. There was a scene, too, I just remembered this, where the husband, <clears throat> I, we talked about it earlier when he's he's got Martha out boating, and um, and we think something horrible's gonna happen, but right. he, uh, he sort of lets her drive the boat for a minute, and she seems, like, to come out of her shell for a minute, like, right. she seems really happy and, like... Because she's in control of something, you know? Right. Uh, maybe that was, like, the first time um, a male had let her be in control of something. At, at least in yeah. a few years. Um, I thought that was a good scene. Right. Uh, you know, and yeah, like, like I didn't read that into that either. But I thought, you know, like, like it was just uh, her finally realizing that, that uh, you know, maybe things will be okay out in the real world now. Right, right. You know, but then, like, she does sort of slip back into her, her, herself, you know, after that scene again, you know. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it could be read multiple ways. Yeah, uh, yeah she clearly has problems with men, though, because even though, oh, yeah. like you said, there's a, they have a party at the sister's house, and the bartender, I don't even think he makes a pass at her. I don't know. What did he say? Even he didn't say anything to her. Like, he, he offered her a drink, and like she approached him and confronted him and freaked out at him for, yeah. for nothing. Yeah, he handed her a drink, but he—I mean, he, had, he said something when he handed her the drink. I forget what it was. Yeah, but I don't think it was anything bad. I—I yeah. I, I don't know if it was supposed to be like sort of like him, like, well, you know, enjoy this or come back for another one or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I think what it was is that. Uh, by this point, she had become more and more paranoid that uh, the cult was going to find her and right. was after her. Um, and so I think this was just sort of the the tipping point of that. Like she thought that the bartender was he was somebody. From, oh, I, I get it because like she, like the drink, like she doesn't want to drink because right, yeah, you know the rape shakes and all, right. you know. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess I guess if you were given a drink that ended up, you know, with that situation happening, right, yeah. you'd be a little a little leery of strangers giving you drinks. This is why I don't drink uh, Orange Crush anymore. <laughs> why? Because <laughs> I had one once, and then the next thing I know, my butt hurt. Oh man, <laughs> well, that's not good. It's not an endorsement for uh, Orange Crush, that's for sure. <laughs> nope. I don't even know if they make Orange Crush anymore. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Everything's regional these days. That's true. Not everything. Yes. You can find Pepsi and Coke everywhere. What? Yeah. I haven't seen a Pepsi or a Coke in years. <laughs> Sell one today, my friend. <laughs> Probably multiple times. That's true. <laughs> we'll talk about that later, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so so very um not not a movie to watch if you're thinking, hey, let's just turn something on, just <laughs> something mindless and Right. I've had a bad week, I just need to unwind. Right. Yeah. Uh this is not for you if if that is what you're looking for. 
but no, yeah, it's 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 really good. Yeah, uh, very mean, good. The plot is is thin, but it's it's all about the characters. And and and, and even with the plot being thin, which I agree with. Um, the way it's shot makes it interesting. Because right, yeah. It keeps you guessing and wondering and putting pieces together. And right. Yeah, yeah, it is a mystery a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, not so much of a who done it, but how did it get there kind yeah, of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Nice choice. Thank you. How old is this film? Uh, about a year or two. Okay. Yeah. It's on the Netflix. Uh, as a disc. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As a physical disc, which uh, you can. Netflix still does that. You can send away for for a mailed copy of a movie. It's not all about the streaming, people. So just because they removed something like 2,000 titles this past week, uh, you're you're okay. You know, Netflix still still has things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get into that maybe later after I after I pee. Why don't say check this movie out? Check it out, please. Very well done. Very good. Yeah. Uh, But like I said, yeah, if. uh, if it's Friday night, you're feeling like ordering a pizza and uh, just uh, watching a movie. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not the right one. Not the right one. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Well, we'll be back in uh, after this song.
Hello, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Howdy. What's up, pal? Nothing. Mm. Mm. Nothing. 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 Oh, that's what you were doing in the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> All that talk about rape shakes. <laughs> you know, I gotta admit, it got me going too. <laughs> I remember the first time I gave up my girlfriend. No, never. Did. That did not happen. It never happened. Never. That's not funny. No, what? no. That's fucked up. But hey, at least we're talking about a uh, fictional work. Yeah. Like we were. I'm not gonna try to defend us. Nope. nope. <laughs> we're uh, indefensible. We're indefensible. Yeah. Um, but that's what they call the gallows humor. Yeah. You know, you've like, already tried to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you know, the people that work at uh, as embalmers and whatnot. I right. guess. And and Doogie used to work in a hospital. He said that the people that dealt with all the corpses and whatnot he right. said they were the funniest people because i guess you'd have to be or you'd lose your mind right and i'm kind of the same way whenever uh, i come to face to face with something kind of off-putting i i usually try to make a joke out of it as do i um, uh, um i guess this sort of brings up a thing that sort of affects the both of us that happened this past week oh yeah yeah. Uh, but, but a person that, that we both know, uh, died and, uh, and on, on top of that, you know, uh, other world, real world things have happened that, uh, that are, uh, uh, not great. Right. You know, right. Like, uh, the bombing in Boston and, and, uh, and yeah, this, this guy we know uh, died tragically this past week and, uh. I mean, my reaction to any of those is that I am not the person that anyone should ever be coming to for solace or for a sympathetic ear or looking for me to help them try to make sense of the things that have happened. I am an idiot and I like idiot things. And being an idiot. Oh. It, no. This is my role in the world. Right, right. Okay. It is to be the world's idiot. <laughs> well, so, I, I will tell you, you've, you've been there for me over uh, the course of the last ten years when a couple couple bad things happened, and I definitely appreciated it. Well, I'm, I'm glad, but, you know, I mean, you know, the, there is... Wait, okay. Uh, like... Well, let's let's talk a little bit about Max. I guess uh, he was more of a friend of yours than he was of mine, uh, but it was someone that we both knew. Uh, probably not too well for yeah, either of us, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but you had at least known him a lot longer than I had did, and a, a little bit better. Uh, um, but you know uh, what happened to him was was like a really tragic situation. Uh, he is definitely a friend to a bunch of people we know. Yeah. Like, like I would say most everybody we know, most everyone we know was a friend of this guy's. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, like, like there is only so far that I can, uh, go to comforting anybody, uh, because I'm not that person. 
I'm mostly uh, an emotionless, uh, not real boy. Uh, <laughs> You're like Pinocchio. I, I'm a little bit like Pinocchio. I'm not a real boy, and I don't have real emotions. Uh, but I'm there to help make you laugh and forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I am there to make fart jokes. See, well, that's something, and and that is my role in the world. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, most people don't know how to deal with things like this. Like, oh, this is totally me not knowing how to deal with things. But but I mean, <laughs> everyone that thinks they don't know how to deal with it, you know, they try in their own awkward way, and you know, they right. they help each other out. Right. They, they help each other through it. Uh, but but you know, yeah, this is me. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I'm afraid to have any emotion about it because I honestly don't feel like I have much emotion about anything that happens. Uh, other than I realize that my friends are sad and I don't know how to deal with that. Right. Well, so I try to make them laugh by being a <laughs> dumb fuck. Well, we appreciate it. And you're, <laughs> I mean, you're great at it. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm a professional yeah. dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, yeah, and honestly, it was like with the, the, the Boston thing, you know, cause like it was, uh, what was it, like a Friday night when, when all the, uh, like the big showdown and then like they locked down Boston and they were chasing after the guy, you know, when that all happened and I was, you know, just sitting here alone and not doing anything other than watching the Rockford files mm. and drawing. Right. You right. know. <laughs> And, like, I would go onto Facebook and see, like, all these updates about what's happening, and, oh, my God, this is horrible, and, you know, it was like, it just occurred to me that, like, I'm an idiot, and I like idiot stuff. That's why I'm watching the Rockford Files. <laughs> and uh, John pictures of Superman's penis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... Maybe it was that day that I did that. I, I can't remember. I think it was the the day of the bombing that you drew yeah, the penis. That's right. That's sure. right. Yeah. Uh, which uh, I don't know if I mentioned on here or not. Uh, I was I did a uh, uh, a Google image search for my name, and uh, that's the third thing that pops up. <laughs> Superman's cock. Superman's cock. Uh, it's not even on the site. You have to click it to to see the right. Superman yeah, that is that is weird. But that is what pops up, <laughs> and so that is the legacy that I am leaving behind. <laughs> like after you're gone, your mom's like, "I never really looked at Eric's art. I'm I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna see what my boy was doing." <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah, and uh, in like two months, there's gonna be. Uh, 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 a supplement to that. <laughs> okay, panic. Look for it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I am. I am the world's idiot. I am here to to fight the oh. powers of reality. I am. Uh, I respect that. You know, I, I'm here to 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 make fart jokes and and uh, talk about stupid, stupid shit. I think that's a noble purpose. Seriously, like, I mean. Humor is uh, what keeps us around, you yeah. know? Um, if we can't laugh at this fucked up world, we would just go insane. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was a shitty week and yeah, not great. super sad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's watch a movie about cults and rapes. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, since we brought it up, <laughs> since we brought it up, like the, the Max thing, there was a really awkward spot in this movie 
where someone points a gun at a guy named Max and says, "Oh shit, that's right." And they say, "Wait, like yeah. just shoot Max." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "What is awkward and weird?" And uh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't gonna mention. I mean, like, like I, I was. Yeah, it wasn't even intentioning to mention. Intentioning to mention. <laughs> uh, I wasn't even intending to mention. Uh, you know, our uh, Max at all tonight, but mm. uh, you know, just sort of seemed to pop up. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. I totally uh, didn't even realize that. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was weird. That yeah. was really weird. Because um, unfortunately, it was. Uh, you know, it wasn't like natural causes. It was a, a gun. Right. Yeah. Killed the man. Um, and yeah, awesome guy. It's too bad uh, he's not around anymore. Yep. But uh, yeah. Right. Here's here's to Max. Here's to Max. Uh, this show. Well, you know what? He would have loved us talking about rape shakes. Oh yeah, he would have. Uh, <laughs> he played nasty Tom Selleck or whatever. What was uh, his character? Sleazy Tom. Sleazy Tom. Yeah, yeah. he was on our friend Matt's uh, TV show as a recurring character. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he was a dude that you would uh, often see napping uh, <laughs> at, at work. At work. Uh, you you could read his adventures in Veggie Dog Saturday number three, right? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, he he totally would have been behind this show. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this episode is dedicated to Max. Mm-hmm. I I swear, like there was a, I had like a couple of bad days uh, because of the Max thing, and I mean not that I haven't had a couple more, but I mean I had a couple of really bad days, right? Um, which ended with me uh, kind of like breaking down and crying right. for a good few minutes and and that and and exactly (laughs) i swear i swear i'm not kidding uh when i was done crying the first thing that popped in my head was an image of max going oh you're crying for me faggot like that's what he would have said you know (laughs) and he would have and he's not like homophobic or anything that would have just been him like kicking me in the teeth right and saying he loved me right and uh, i i just thought that was i I, that totally popped in my head (laughs) so yeah so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a sad thing, but we're we're all gonna move on and move forward. And uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Max totally would have been behind anything that we have said earlier in this episode. Oh yeah. So you know, he he was a good, friendly guy with a good sense of humor, and you know, definitely probably in our vein of of you know the stupid dumb shit we talk about here. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want to talk about our little adventure that we had today. That was just dumb. Oh yeah, we we're, we tried to get a pizza and it took eight hours right. to get one. Yeah, because <laughs> we're uh, idiots. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it wasn't all our fault. I wouldn't say any of it was our fault. Well, I mean there there was just uh, it, it all pretty much was just kicked off by our inability to make decisions. Yeah, the first half an hour was us going like I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> And then me vaguely describing a place that I saw once, like, seven years ago. You, well, you know what I think trained me for this? Magic customers. Because you were like, you're like, uh, I know of a place, I think it was a pizza place, it was like, uh, I was on a road, there's like a curve in the road, and then like, instantly my EDH deckless training kicked in and I was like I was like oh it's uh you think it's a blue card but you're not positive uh there might be a picture of a wizard on it I'll find it <laughs> and that's how we found the Kramers on uh Irvin yep it was <laughs> uh, yeah it was 
exactly where, where I thought it was. Just had no idea where it was. <laughs> and it's weird because our friend Joe lives like a block away from that place. And we'd been there uh, fairly recently. To Joe's. Yeah. Not to, yeah, Joe G's. Yeah. Because we also went to a pizza place called <laughs> Joe's right. today. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while since I've been to Joe's. He he doesn't invite me over. He doesn't invite anyone over, apparently. <laughs> uh, apparently, we're the only people who have ever been to his house. Really? Well, that's yeah. something, right? Yeah, that's, that's a thing. something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it was after, like, you know, he told his wife, he's like, here's an example of my friends. She was like, no more. <laughs> <laughs> that's entirely possible. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... Yeah, like like I, it was, like like I told you, like like I found this place, and then it was just one of those things where like I don't know how I got to where I was at because <laughs> uh, this was b- well before you you even knew Joe, right? I, I mean, I knew Joe, but like uh, before he lived there, or... before he lived there, before he and I ever hung out on a regular basis or anything like that. But yeah, definitely long before he ever lived mm-hmm. there. So it wasn't like you're on your way home from your friend Joe's, and- right? Yeah, like like it's down a street that like I would have never have any reason to turn on, you know, you just like took a wrong turn or something. But yeah, like like I don't know where I was coming from or what I was doing, but it does spit out onto like a main road, right? You know that, that I have been on many times, uh, but like like it was up a hill and it's on this curve, and like I saw this bar and pizza place, and I was like, oh hey, because I'm always on the lookout for like. A local pizza joint. Yeah, yeah, those are the best. Right? Yeah, because because you know, I mean, I don't want to, like like even some of the local places here, like I don't even consider them local because they've become like a sort of chain where right, there's like yeah. eight of them and they kind of suck. Yeah, uh, and then like you know, like some of the actual local ones that deliver around here are not that great anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, like the one across the street from me. <laughs> Uh, That's too bad, too, isn't it? Yeah. Because that'd be convenient. They're also kind of a chain now, too. I think there's like four or five of those stores. Uh, but yeah, so like, uh, you know, I always want to find a new pizza place, you know, find, find a hole in the wall. Yeah. And so like, I did like made a mental note that, hey, there's a pizza place I should try sometime. And then you know, kept driving because I was lost and didn't know where I was at. And, you know, two blocks later, I find a road that I'm familiar with and then instantly forgot that where this place was it's like some sort of fantasy story but instead of like finding yeah. a, a portal to another dimension you just saw a pizza place yeah yeah like oh i took all these turns and all of a sudden i was at this magical place that yeah. served beer and pizza <laughs> and uh yeah for whatever reason like i just started telling you about this place and you're like oh i know exactly where that is yeah i've and I want to put this out there. It's the first time I've ever been to, in that parking lot or anything. <laughs> I've just driven by before. And, uh, yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. Uh, but it was all for naught because uh, they were out of pizza. Yeah, they are out of pizza. There were just people in there drinking. Yep. But they had pool tables. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you noticed that on the way out? And, yeah. Uh, we might have to go back. I would go back. That'd be a cool place to order a pizza and play a game of pool while we wait on our pizza. Hell yeah. As they, long as they're not out of pizza. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's true. That could happen. It yeah. did happen. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, well, we, we eventually got our pizza. Yeah, we, we got someplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was oh, fine. it was tasty. Um, so, uh, what else is going on? Um, I'm about to leave the country. Oh. 
Yes. You Iraq? I am fighting the war against Canada. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's that time of year where I leave the country and uh, take a few days off to enjoy a tea calf in Toronto. But you're not going with anyone this year. This year, I'm not going with anyone. Why? Why would you even go then? Um, isn't part of it just you know like wanting to hang out with your friends and all? Well, I've been reading a lot of uh, I've been re- reading and rereading Chester Brown's paying for it. And he says there's a lot of great hookers in Toronto. <laughs> so I'm going to test it out. Test out his theory. No, actually, um, supposedly, uh, a couple of my friends from Nebraska are going to be there. Um, so I'm going to hang out for a day or two with them. Um, Chris Hoyam and his lady. Uh, but that, if that doesn't happen, I'm still going to just, you know, walk around my favorite city for a couple of days. I don't like it when you go there. Yeah? You don't yeah, like it? I do not. <laughs> it feels like I'm cheating on Chicago. Uh, well, there's that. <laughs> and uh, it also uh, makes you come back like, I'm going to move there. And uh, <laughs> that makes me sad because you're my only friend. And uh, oh. I won't have anyone to hang out with anymore if you if you moved to Canada. Mm, well, I'm sure you, you do have other friends, and I'm sure I'll never actually get to move there. Do not have any other friends. Oh. Back to different. Well, maybe uh, maybe I can get everybody I know together, and we can all move to Toronto. Okay, we can um, we can open a comic shop up there. Hey, I would cool. totally be up for that. Yeah, yeah, I would work at your Toronto comic shop. Yeah, you could be our eBay guy. I could you be know. your magic guy. Could, yeah, we're not gonna carry magic. That's why I would be your magic guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, oh, you stand at the door, and if someone walks in asking if we buy magic, you just throw them out. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I make them disappear. Yeah, that's a magic trick. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh speaking of magic, the new magic set came out Friday and, and free comic day was Saturday, so it was it was kind of a busy couple of days at Yon Mavericks. Yeah. I had uh I had I had to come talk to you on Friday, which was the, the day the new magic set came out. And I know you've told me horror stories of, of what happens when, when uh, when that event occurs, mm-hmm. uh, like what every three months, about like every three months, yeah. And uh, I went to Mavericks and was surprised to only see like three people in the yeah. store. Yeah, it was the slowest Magic release we've had in probably a decade. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's many factors, but I think the main one being apparently this set isn't that great, okay. uh, and it's a small set, so a lot of people didn't have to buy more than one box of it or whatever. Right. So, yeah, it, it was a little slow. I mean, we still did really well that day, but Saturday totally made up for it. Cause right. For free comic day, it was... But you were giving away free stuff. <laughs> we were. Free stuff. But we had a bunch of sales, and a lot of people uh, came in. And, why would people do that if they could just come in and get free stuff? You know, some people, I did on more than one occasion hear uh, someone go, Can we buy something, Mom? And she's like, No, we're here for the free ones. Like that, <laughs> I totally heard that exact exchange. Well, she was right. <laughs> That's what it's about. Exactly. Yeah. You don't go buy stuff on Christmas. You open your presents and exactly. you go home. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was cool. We had Justin Wasson in doing sketches. Um, he had some stuff for sale. He seemed fairly brisk business over there. And, um, free comics. We ordered a shitload. We usually 
uh, sell out or give them all out by four o'clock or so, but we still had a few left when we closed that night. So I've I've been to some free comic book days where they didn't have anything by like noon. Wow, at Mavericks or just anywhere? Uh, just anywhere. Yeah. Oh, uh, even at Mavericks, yeah, yeah. been a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, I know the first year or two, like especially the first year, I remember we had no idea what to expect and right. like how many to order and what it was going to be like, but um, it's gotten a little bit bigger every year. Yeah, well, wasn't that like 12 years 12 ago? 12 years ago, yeah. yeah. They've been doing this for 12 years I now. I don't know. It's crazy. When are they going to give up? And it, Yeah, because it's not helping. Who <laughs> do you think it's helping? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think. I mean, you you said you have good business that day, but are any of those people going to come back until next year? You know, I, I feel like the only thing it really does, like it, it gets an awareness from people that all oh, comics aren't, you know, aren't uh, necessarily all superheroes and things like that. Because I mean, there's a Marvel and DC and blah blah, but right. but I mean, there's all these other ones, and it does that, and I think it also re-sparks the interest in people who've kind of drifted away from it. Because right. I saw a lot of people on Saturday that used to have files there um, that just kind of stopped coming in. Um, right, but, like, are those people then going to, are they going to come back next week for brand new comics that they have to pay for? Well, that's what we hope. That's what you hope. Yeah. But I don't know that it's anybody doing that, is it? I don't know. Because, I mean, the comic industry just seems to be more and more dying even if it doesn't though like even if it only does like a couple people here and there um like we we always have a big sale on free comic day and we did insane business on that day so sure. like even even if it doesn't bring in a ton of new readers um it was worth the investment because we like i don't know if a lot of people even think about it or realize but um the shops do pay for the comics they give away right. um they just only pay like 30 cents a comic on average right. um and we spent about 500 bucks this year and even even if you subtract that from our daily total we just we still did incredibly well um so it was it's totally worth it right. i mean it's it like stirs the excitement up i think right I mean, I know that you appreciate it because it was at least a day de- dedicated to comics and yeah, not magic. Yeah, it kind of scares off the magic crowd. Like, even though it was the day after the new set, we hardly... Right. And we had some magic guys in there, but, like, a fraction of what you would expect on a weekend after the release of the new product. Right. So that was cool. Yeah, there you go. And the day went really fast. So. Right. And we were actually able to afford to pay me. <laughs> it's like, always nice. Yeah, because yeah. the previous week that didn't happen, <laughs> and that was Magic's fault. He, it, we actually couldn't pay three of our employees because we had to save all our money to pay for the Magic. Yeah. So all the employees had to wait like a week to. That's to demoralizing. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> we, he he put his priorities. You know what's more important: the shitty Magic cards or the shitty employees. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I'm all in favor of not paying the other employees at Mavericks. Right. But you should get paid. Me and Jeremy, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeremy, less so, but <laughs> he, he's a strong number two. Yeah. And all by right. that, I mean he's a <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh. That's why he'll never be on this show again. <laughs> we love Jeremy. <laughs> he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and magic sucks. We can yes. agree on those two uh-huh. things. Yep. Jeremy Hoyt is A-OK and magic is ball sweat. <laughs> well, what did you do for Free Comic Book Day? Uh, went and had lunch with my friend. Mm-hmm. And then I went and hung out at Barnes & Noble's twice for an hour each. 
Did they have free comics there? Uh, they did not. Oh, they should have. Uh, but they had a fantastic food and wine section. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, about a book. Uh, Invisible Monsters Remix by Chuck Palahniuk. Palahniuk? I think it's Palahniuk. I think it's Palahniuk. Uh, and then I got, uh, I got new glasses. Peepers. Peepers. I uh, had not gotten new glasses since 2005, maybe. That's a long time ago. It was a very long time ago. Um, may even be 2003. Wow. I can't remember. So between 8 to 10 years. Yes. Um, and uh, I have, in the past day, never, ever been more aware that I am wearing glasses than since the first time I got glasses. Are they heavier? They're a little heavier. They're smaller, so I can see the edges. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a little annoying. Right, and uh, they they they're not a great fit, uh, but I can totally feel them on my face. But you can see better, right? I can well no because the prescription didn't change that much. <laughs> oh, so there's a, a very little difference between uh, my old pair and this pair. But the old pair, the lenses were were pretty old, or not the the lenses, but the uh, the frames. Right. Uh, they were they were digging into my ears. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, I haven't tried these with headphones yet. That's going to be uh, the thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the old ones, uh, the old pair and headphones did not get along too well. Uh, so we'll see how that goes tomorrow yeah. at work. Um, but yeah, like uh, just like even during the movie today, like I just kept fidgeting with my glasses because I can I can tell that I am wearing glasses. <laughs> oh. That sucks. I'm sure that'll... You'll get used to that. I hope. Yeah, I'm sure. I hope. Just quit thinking about it. I'm trying. Yeah. But when I can... You can <laughs> see the edge of the lens. You know, believe it or not, even as large as mine are, yeah. uh, I can see the edges, and my previous pair I couldn't, so it makes me wonder, how big were my fucking glasses before? <laughs> like, I know I have a photo somewhere that Doogie always makes fun of when he sees it. He, he calls it my Tootsie glasses. Um, and they were pretty big. Did you get a pair of like uh, like old lady glasses? I, well, I bought them at, at Walmart, and then just had uh, <laughs> the frames replaced. I, I bought them the lenses. I bought them at a baseball game, and like people were real excited, and they put me on the jumbotron, and you know because they were they were so big they were hanging off my face, and I guess I guess I thought like everybody really liked them, so I just kept wearing them. <laughs> but apparently, it was uh, they were they were funny joke glasses. I didn't realize it. <laughs> no, I just picked so up. So by that you mean you bought a pair of Crisabo lenses? <laughs> Crisabo lens crafters. Yeah, I remember his lens crafters commercial. Hey, what podcast is mentioning Crisabo in this day? And I age? know, right? Us. We're keeping it real. <laughs> Which of our listeners even know who the fuck Crisabo uh, is? Hey, he helped sweep the Oakland A's in the nineteen ninety <laughs> World Series. Fuck you, Canseco. <laughs> Canseco. <laughs> no, but I I just bought the cheapest pair of glasses I could find whenever I needed them, right. and, uh, and I end up with these monsters that were just like like old lady gla- yeah they were old lady glasses they were like right. giant. Um, but you know what? That's pretty hip of me. Like now, I bet that would be like like if I showed up at Providence, Rhode Island, like at an art cafe or something, they'd probably think I was super cool. I don't know. I think the style now is definitely like the the size of my frames right now, but with the thick black uh, oh, yeah. frames. Like the Henry Rollins style. Like, doesn't he wear this? I don't think I've ever seen him wear glasses. Really? I've never seen Henry Rollins wear glasses. Mm, maybe I'm thinking of uh, Steve Jobs. I get those two confused a lot. 
they were both Black Flag singers. <laughs> uh, Keith Morris does wear glasses. Oh, oh weird. Maybe that's the same thing, though. And I think he had the uh, thick black frames in the uh, the uh, American Hardcore documentary. Uh, yeah, so it's possible. Wow. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so I found out I found out that Kathleen met Henry Allen's once. Really? Did you ever hear about that? I have not. Oh, I'm furious that a this is the first I'm hearing from it, and I'm not hearing it from her. Well, it happened because the other day um, we were talking. And I was like, man, I watched this. Uh, this interview with uh, Henry Rollins on the Howard Stern show online, and I was like, it was really good. And I was like, I was like, yeah, Henry Rollins, he's probably in my top five, five favorite living people. Right. And uh, she was like, oh, I can't stand that guy. And I was like, oh, really? And she said, well, it's because she was in Columbus once, and she was like running late to a movie, and uh, and she was like, you know, walking hurriedly into the theater. And she didn't, this was like pre-cell phones, right. or at least when she had a cell phone, so she didn't know what time it was, and uh, and she said she was just like going to ask this guy in front of her right. uh, if he had the time, and she's like, excuse me, sir, and she said he turned around and he goes, I just want to watch the fucking movie, and it was Henry Rollins, and uh, he was walking into the theater, and she was like, oh, it's Henry Rollins, like right. she didn't know it was Henry Rollins until uh, he turned around, Right. Um, so ever since then, she said, uh, since he, like, yelled in her face, she's kind of not liked him. <laughs> First of all, cell phones don't mean a fucking thing. There are watches. <laughs> right. Well, I don't think she was ever a watch wearer. I don't wear watches now because I have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. But before I had a cell phone, I wore watches. That's what they're there for. Right. To tell right. the time. And also... Maybe it didn't go with her outfit. Different styles of watches. That's true. Uh, my ex-girlfriend probably had like 17 different watches. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, uh, I imagine that uh, if Henry Rollins was watching a movie in Columbus, Ohio, uh, that uh, probably a hundred other people saw him there and tried to bug him. Oh, I'm sure. And that was just the breaking point for him. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that was like not... The tenth or even twelfth time, right? Someone approached him. Between, yeah, yeah. So, um, fuck you, Kathleen. <laughs> Henry Rollins is the greatest. He's you pretty, shouldn't have bugged him. He's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty awesome. But, but I mean, you know, it it is kind of shitty whenever like the if the only interaction you ever have with a, a specific human being is them yelling at you, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're probably not gonna like him. Well, she needs to see things from his point of view. Maybe she'll. Get I'm uh, right now just announcing that uh, the stupid sex podcast is canceled for <laughs> It's over. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll be excited. <laughs> yeah, she can have her uh, Saturdays back once a month. <laughs> but yeah, I, lo- I love Henry Allen. I do as well. It's so good. Mm. Jeremy, you know uh, Jeremy Anderson, our listener, mm-hmm. uh, had a run in with Henry Allen's once, maybe. Maybe he can uh, comment. If he's listening to this, maybe he can comment and tell his little story. Okay. It's a very brief one, so it's not like it would right. be like... Did hey, he get yelled at and he hates him now, too? I don't think uh, there was any yelling or any hatred involved. Okay. Right. So, yeah. I've uh, emailed Henry Rollins before, mm-hmm. and uh, my experience was very pleasant. He emailed back? Uh-huh. Yeah. Almost immediately. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. I, um, 
once talked to Bruce Campbell's uh, manager and got yelled at. That's awesome. But I still love Bruce Campbell. Well, it wasn't his fault, right? No. 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 But you don't like his manager, I bet. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of his See? Manager, yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to th- I don't think I've ever been yelled at by a celebrity. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have either. Um... Yeah, I've yeah, never. Never had a... I don't really talk to too many celebrities, though. Oh, yeah, I haven't either. Oh, uh, it's not like we're Kurt Dins or anything. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Kurt Dins uh, occasionally does celebrity interviews for us. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think uh, here's one now. What? Yeah. Let's listen to Kurt Dins. Yes, we should. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Uh, this is Kurt Dins for the uh, Gutter Trash Podcasting Network at Horror Hound Cincinnati. I'm with uh, Butch Patrick right now, who's uh, going to answer the one question uh, segment that we do. Uh, the question is, tell me about your first car. Here you go. Uh, my first car was a 69 Mach 1. I asked for a 428 Cobra Jet. I wound up with a 351 Windsor, not even a Cleveland. Uh, but through the next year and a half, I put a four-speed in it. I put in disc brakes. I built it and uh, put in gears, side pipes, and wound up then racing it for about two years and sold it. And then the rest is history. There you have it. Thank you. So, uh, I don't think I understood anything about that. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> about, like, you're not a gearhead? Yeah. Hey, uh, okay. Uh, car go. That's, uh... <laughs> That's the extent of my uh, knowledge of cars. Yeah, I've never tried to add anything to my car other than maybe a bumper sticker. Right, yeah, yeah I've never even done that. I've changed the plates before. Uh, yeah, I've done that. No. Um, I put gas in it oh, multiple that, times a week. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, I, I thought about putting a seat cover on my car today because Kathleen and I went to a store called Ollie's, which is like a big lot sort of. Okay. And uh, they had for six ninety nine, they had seat covers of of uh, Ozzy, Kiss, <laughs> Kiss, Lil Wayne, and Run DMC. Let me guess, you were gonna get a Lil Wayne? <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was feverishly once I saw they had because the first thing we saw was the Run DMC, yeah. and we were like looking to see what all they had. And once we saw there was a Kiss and an Ozzy, I was like, if there's a poison, I'm getting it. <laughs> and we that's that's the only one I probably would have bought. Right. Um, I uh, I had a seat cover on uh, my old car. Uh-huh. Uh just because uh there was a uh a hole in the seat that a uh, spring was popping through and I ruined like four different pairs of pants. Oh yeah. So I'd uh, put a seat cover on it so that I, I could keep pants. Right. Yeah. So the spring would poke you and you would urinate all over yourself ruining your pants. Uh-huh. Is that how that happened? Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I would shit myself. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that, that's just, you know, and then you, and then you would stuff your pants under your sister's bed. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, uh, so yeah, Butch Patrick, Eddie Munster. Yeah. Thanks for telling me because I wasn't sure who that was. Uh, yeah. Kurt did that when he was, uh, uh, when he abandoned me at the table at Horror Hound uh, oh. last month. Well, good for him on both accounts. <laughs> oh, is it any wonder why I worry that I don't have any friends? Yeah. It's because they all just leave me for, for <laughs> D-list celebrities. <laughs> well, isn't that uh, by your command, sort of? Yeah, I guess I did tell him to leave multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I was just hoping for somebody better than a Butch Patrick. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, Butch Patrick is pretty awesome, and yeah. obviously he was game. And uh, how cool know, is that? That's always Pe- awesome. People, people yeah. are lowering themselves to our standards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Kurt is doing us a great favor. We really right. appreciate it, Kurt. Exactly. And and you know what? Fucking love the monsters. Mm-hmm. Oh Not yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Monsters was great. Yeah. It was no Adams Family, but it was pretty good. Mm. You know, two different shows. Yeah. Two entirely different types of shows. Which one came first, though? Because I feel like they had to have, like, inspired the other one. Well, The Addams Family was a comic strip. Yeah. So, so in, in terms of creation, like, uh, I don't know. And then The Monsters, of course, is just all based on universal horror movies. Right. Uh, or just classic monsters in general. So I guess you know if you're if you're going to the source, then I guess that's an even better question that well, I don't know the answer to. Well, yeah, but I mean, once they were decided on as a TV show, I would. Right. I'm not sure, but I know when I was a kid, I watched both on you know the reruns, obviously, right. and I definitely liked Adam's Family a lot better. But uh, I liked them both. I always thought they were great shows. I think they're both perfectly equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen one or the other in decades. Oh, okay. Uh, I wonder if they're—I don't know. At one point in time, both were on Netflix, but I don't know if they still are. I've seen the monsters because for some reason, uh, my brother's got a DVD of them, which seems out of place in his collection. <laughs> like he's got a lot of like—I mean, he does have some Marx Brothers, but that's about the only like a lot of his stuff is like like pretty awesome, like you know, just weird, uh, like cool low-budget, awesome movies, you know? Right. And then the Munsters are in there, and I was like... I was at his house once, so I just put the Munsters DVD in, and it was pretty fun. Yeah. I gotta admit. This was just a few years ago. But, uh, yeah, I always liked the characters in the Adams Family better, like Lurch and Thing and Cousin It. I guess they do have a little more personality uh, as far as, uh, you know, maybe even just being able to, to come whole cloth out of, out of nothing. Right. Whereas, you know, maybe with, you know, the monsters, and you're like, well, it's a Frankenstein and a Dracula right. and a Wolfman. You know, it's like you've already got your own preconceived notions of what they should be, and seeing them in wacky situations is maybe off-putting. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, sometimes the Herman, like the Herman laugh thing. Right. Sometimes it just, ugh, it's like, all right, yeah, it's tiring. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a good show. It's fun. Yeah. Like I said, I liked them both when I was a kid. I don't think I, like, like until, like, this day and age where everything has to be something versus another thing. Yeah. You know, like, like you know, it, it never even occurred to me to try to compare or contrast. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't mean to, like, say one's, you know, got to win out or whatever. I right. Just, I just, I've always associated them with each other even when I was a kid. I, like, right, yeah. probably even confused them a couple times when right. I was younger. There's two spooky families, black and white sitcom, living big spooky houses. Yep. What's well, not to get confused? And uh, Silver Spoons could be described the same way. Yep. <laughs> Except for the black and white. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I had a shitty TV. It was black and white. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Butch. Yeah. And, uh, and Kurt. And Kurt. Yeah. yeah. Um... I don't think I have anything else. Nothing else? Yeah. Um, well. Yeah, well, you're... you're I'll miss uh, you next week. I'm going to miss you. Uh, we're we're, uh, we're not doing a show. We're not. Um, so, I think 
so again, here's another thing to to add to my abandonment issues. This is like <laughs> the third show in a month that uh, you've just uh, left me. What? For. This is maybe the second in a two month. It's the third. Is it? Uh-huh. What was it? The uh, there was the uh, the the uh, the week weekend where space uh, out of space. space yeah. And then there was the uh, horror hound, and uh, uh, I would have uh, totally done it if you would have been in town. You wouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been like, "I'm too tired. I just did uh, that stupid true. fucking I convention." I would have. Oh, uh, we could have done it Monday night. Yeah. And then uh, you're leaving now, and then like you're gonna leave in another month. You know? It's true. Well, I'll be back. I'll be back to do a. I can do it Monday when that, that uh, night. Yeah. As long as it's not a movie, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure uh, it out. I don't know when you're leaving. I don't either. You only tell me like two days before <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I like to keep you in toes. <laughs> uh, but maybe I'll do something uh, again by myself, uh, you know, as a filler until you come back. So, so If I come back. If you come back. Fuck. <laughs> Ah, uh, well then I guess I'm going to be retooling Gutter Trash and figuring out what we're going for the future. Alright. Uh, by myself or with, with maybe somebody else. Uh, maybe Brian John Mitchell will move up here from North Carolina. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Or maybe Kurt can leave his family and come live down here. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. He can join your cult. Yeah. He can rape shake him. They can both join my cult and I'll rape shake both of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, my cult doesn't seem to be working since you keep leaving. <laughs> yeah. You keep Martha Marcy Mar- Marlene-ing me. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> uh, so, um, bye. Yeah, well. I don't have anything to read this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I'll read that book I bought. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll review that book. <laughs> That'd be awesome. By myself. Oh, Eric's Book Club. <laughs> I'll listen to that if you do. <laughs> Not in Canada, because it's probably too expensive for right, to yeah. find internet and listen yeah. to it for an hour. Yeah. Well, I wish you safe travels. I appreciate and it. And I hope I see you again uh, after you, you come back. I'll, I hope you come back. I'll have to come back. Uh, I hope you survive the experience. And, sure. Uh, I hope that uh, you, you are alive when you come back. Oh, those are all things I hope as well. Uh, and then for now, I'm just going to sit alone in my apartment and cry. Hey, we'll enjoy. I will. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.